Welcome to Bad Puns and Machine Guns, the podcast where we watch and discuss every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie one at a time, and maybe the occasional surprise as well. I'm Mike Olson. And I'm Kevin Keane, and today we're here with another surprise. It's Jingle All the Way 2, released by 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment on December 2nd, 2014, starring Larry the Cable Guy, a.k.a. Dan Whitney, Brian Stepanek, Santino Morea, Kennedy Clements, Kirsten Robeck, Rachel Hayward, and Maddie Finocchio, written by Steve Mazur, based on Jingle All the Way, written by Randy Cornfield, the credits insist, <laughs> and directed by Alex Zam. Uh, based on Jingle All the Way, that's a stretch. <laughs> it feels more like a follow-up to Christmas Vacation than Jingle All the Way, in, in some ways. I, I would agree with you on that, and uh, I'll, be, I'll apologize, as I've done many times on this podcast, because this was another one of my bright ideas, and it was not a good movie. You're going to be surprised at uh, my position on this movie. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, I owe, it's funny because I was the one last episode saying, like, there's no chance this is going to be a good movie. And maybe it's because my expectations were so low. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't think it's great. It's not as good as Jingle All the Way, but <laughs> I kind of liked it. Are you serious? I'm serious. I think it's kind of a good movie. Oh, it's, it's not funny no. in the slightest. It's not. Okay, so then what do you like about it? I found it to be just a very kind of heartwarming Christmas movie. Oh. It, it fails completely at its goal of being a comedy. <laughs> okay, that's... But I actually thank was... you. I was wrapped up in the you know story. I was kind of like... I actually cared about the people in this movie, which is more what I could say about, you know, even Jingle All the Way, the first one. I mean, that movie is much, 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 much funnier than this movie, but... Okay. I, I will take that, that your, your assessment is right. It's probably a better, like, Hallmark family movie. Yeah, than it is a comedy because there's I'm not sure there's anything that I laughed at in this movie. I laughed at some things. I'll okay. I will get to the things that I laughed at. I'll say this: I laughed harder at something in this movie than I've laughed at anything that we've covered so far. Oh man! I don't necessarily know if it was an intentional thing. I can tell you right now that did not happen for me. <laughs> I literally fell over laughing. Wow! I was laughing so hard. Well, I can't wait to get to that part then. But also, just in terms of uh, the the hallmark, I mean, I know what you're what you're saying as far as like it's it's a very like sickly sweet yes holiday family movie. But I don't think it's quite so nauseating. No. Maybe you found it to be nauseating, but I actually I thought it was genuinely heartwarming. Like, I, I I enjoyed it. Uh, maybe I'm just trying to find something negative to say about it because I didn't enjoy it. So it's, it's, it's less sappy than, yeah, than so a Hallmark. I did not find it at all sappy. No. Like, I actually th- thought they did a really good job presenting the kind of the emotional stakes, I guess yeah, I'd say. Like, that, that, uh, look, that, that, that's fair. Here's, here's the thing that I can't believe wasn't in the, uh, the credits that you listed off. This was co-produced by WWE <laughs> Studios. Yes. I thought for sure you would have something to say about that. I mean, it didn't really seem like it. I, the only thing that the only connection is that um, Claude played by yeah I'm looking I don't know which one of these guys is the former wrestler Santino uh, Morea yeah or? that that's who it is. he because I watched the extra features on this and they had some stuff on you know about him and his acting ability and yeah he was being not a wrestler he was not good I mean it's good it's a good thing that he was relegated to the friend like role where he was kind of off to the side I mean for a professional wrestler I actually think he was pretty good he wasn't. Uh, to me, he wasn't terrible, so we're not agreeing on anything on this movie. Well, I mean, I don't think he was terrible, but he's he's definitely a... He didn't have much to do, really. He's just kind of around being like giving Larry the Cable Guy advice. Yeah. Here's what you got to do, which is okay. It's really nothing to it. 
Uh, no, I what I had though is I really I would have enjoyed this movie more if the million dollar man Ted DiBiase was the stepdad. Yeah, I, it I can't tell you how much I would have enjoyed that. It's too bad that the WWE didn't have like a film, you know, uh, department. Yeah, when when we were watching wrestling, because yeah, it would, it would have been great to see like all those. <laughs> Like it basically, it would have been like a, a Cindy Lauper video, like, like an hour and a half long. Like that's really what I think we both want. I mean, we're I, never going to get that. How how many movies could you insert some wrestlers from our era of <laughs> what WWF at the time? I mean, right now, just off the top of my head, I'm envisioning uh, instead of Bill Duke in like Commando, Coco Beware taking Bill Duke's spot. What do you think about that? I mean, in an adaptation of this movie specifically, or just just in general? No, like, just in movies in general. If WWE Studios was involved, they remake Birdman, but instead it's with Coco Beware instead <laughs> That's of a great Michael one Keaton. Too, yes, Bird, Bird, Bird. I'm sure that it still wins the Oscar for Best Picture with Coco Beware. Where's my? Oh, my phone's not in reach. I ha- I actually have the like. There's like a WWE like theme song album and it's free with prime so i have it on my phone (laughs) and birdman is one of the songs bird 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 i was listening to it not it was less than a week ago i was listening to that song (laughs) on my phone standing at work that's what i listened to at work Uh, (laughs) wwf theme we need to hit hit the arcade and find a wrestle fest after recording this i don't think uh coco beware was ever good enough to make any wrestling video game no (laughs) unfortunately he should have he was he was awesome i'm with the underrated wrestler he is he's one of my he's he was much better than the one two three kid that's for sure and probably more people remember the one two three kid than coco beware well, that guy went on to do things after we had stopped watching he was like yeah. he was in wcw blah 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 yeah. enough about all wrestling right. like yes back, uh, back to larry the cable guy vehicle jingle all the way to well i mean it's not just the fact that this is wwe films the, the kind of sad pedigree goes beyond this because i looked up this director's oh filmography i did not put this that much time into that he began and ended his theatrical career he only had one movie that was released in theaters, and it was Chairman of the Board, starring Carrot Top. Oh, jeez. So this is the caliber we're talking, and, and it's only downhill from there. <laughs> After that, Inspector Gadget 2, starring French Stewart. Oh! <laughs> Dr. Doolittle, Million Dollar Mutts, starring not Eddie Murphy. Apparently, this is the fifth Dr. Doolittle. Wait, was it starring Charlie Murphy? Because nope. then I might be interested. It was starring nobody I recognize. This apparently was the fifth Dr. Doolittle movie. Wow. The last three were direct-to-video. Of course. The follow-up to Dr. Doolittle 4, Tale to the Chief. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in that one. Wasn't there something like Tale to the Chief in The Simpsons? Where Are you thinking of Hail to the Chimp? Hail to the Chimp. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I'd have done that in Dr. Doolittle. It doesn't have to be a dog. That's what he gets for not hailing to the chimp. <laughs> That's what it was, hail to the chimp. Uh, I could say something unrelated to current events. <laughs> uh, you know, everyone's talking, since it's 2017, everyone's been talking about how much the, the running man, man. How, how prescient running man was, but actually we, hail to the chimp. I was just going to say, we've discovered the one that's not trending on Twitter, which is hail to the chimp. <laughs> uh, anyway, continuing Alex Zam's career, so uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. <laughs> the two it, the, is uh, everything direct-to-video? Yeah, everything yeah. since Chairman of the Board. <laughs> that did not launch his theatrical film career. But the guy's getting steady work, so... Uh, and then Tooth Fairy 2, also starring Larry the Cable Guy. And then uh, immediately before uh, Jingle All the Way 2, he did The Little Rascals Save the Day. What? A Little Rascals movie? <laughs> I guess. Wow. It's, yeah. I, I I saw this before I watched the movie. I went like, oh boy, this is, I'm in for a real miserable time. <laughs> so I, I think you maybe... You prepared maybe, yourself. Yeah, maybe my bar was so low. Maybe that's why I... Uh, 
ended up enjoying it. it was, yeah, maybe it's the same thing that I had with T3, that the bar was so low, you could just step right over it very easily. I, I would watch this again before I watched T3. <laughs> I, I, honest, I don't know what to you say. You should all that. see the look on Mike's face right I don't, now. I do not know. I wish, you know what, if you, you know, you just rented this, I will, I will now give, I will give you my copy, because I have a DVD, I'll give you my copy of Jingle All the Way 2. <laughs> Interesting trades considered. Yes. You, get, you get the Terminator 3 yes. Blu-ray, and I get your Jingle All the Way 2 DVD. I will yes. like, gladly take that. Well, okay, then the trade has been confirmed. <laughs> yes. I consider that a very fair trade. Anyway, so let's let's we're not going to dig in as deeply as as usual. We're not going to go nope. necessarily scene for scene. So let's just give a brief overview of the story, I guess. Yeah. Which is Larry the Cable Guy playing a guy named Larry. Mm, that's a stretch. <laughs> do we ever get his last name? I wasn't sure. If, uh, I wasn't paying attention. If you do, <laughs> I wasn't either, to be honest. Um, but anyway, he's a he's a divorced father, and his ex wife just married. Uh, a box magnate, yes. I guess you would say. A local box magnate, yes. <laughs> Baxter boxes. Just, speaking of The Simpsons, I think it's funny that he's he, he, he I, he's in charge of a box company. I had that one. I was waiting for the little girl to, for like her hat or something to be on a box, and Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> assumed that he had, she had turned into a box. No, Noel. His daughter's name <laughs> yes. is Noel. Um, see, I was thinking, damn TV has ruined the screenwriter's imagination. <laughs> you can't think of anything more exciting than a box company. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, but anyway, so she's married to box company magnate and so he's Larry, the cable guy's daughter's new stepfather. Yes. And this creates some rivalry between the two of them. Basically they're competing with each other for the Noel's w- love. And, yes. And to, uh, deliver a great Christmas to the perfectly named Noel. Which, yeah. A little on the nose. <laughs> yeah. I rolled my eyes. Yeah. That, that's a little much. The fact that her name's Noel, but, uh, uh, you know, I I think with this plot, you could have done something a little more kind of mean-spirited, like Jingle All the Way. I, I will say, despite the fact that I liked, I, my heart was genuinely warmed by this heartwarming movie, but they were a little too heartwarming. Like, they could have been a little more, like, it doesn't get nasty enough. Like, these two guys should really be getting underhanded with each other. Yeah, and I, that that is the one thing that I kind of noted, was that they didn't push that too far, because that can get annoying, too. I mean, that if you... Is each scene, if you're trying to step it up in terms of them really getting to mean to one another, that stuff kind of gets tiresome. So I was actually glad that they didn't step it up too much. One side definitely escalates it more than the other side. Yeah. Stepdad. Uh, Victor. Yeah, Victor. Victor Thank Baxter. Um, yeah, because he, he, like, he pulls in like a henchman to help him. Yeah, I, I, I have in here, I'm not sure why back this box company needs uh, a security chief. <laughs> Yeah, this is box security. Yes. Also, like he's like he's not really security. He's just like muscle. Yeah, well, I'm not okay. Fine. Then why is why is the box company of muscle? Yeah, I don't know. And he only goes by one name too, Welling. Yeah, that's Welling. it. Welling. Um, yeah, I've got a whole ton of just the fact that he was a box company henchman really made me <laughs> laugh. Let me find my notes. Did on, you want on him Welling. to be an ex boxer? By the way, is that was one of the puns that I wrote down <laughs> that you were disappointed that there was not. Here, here's my series of notes. I, like increasingly punny as I, as they went, so just because I just wrote sinister box henchman. I was so amazed. <laughs> so here, oh, here's my notes about Welling. You think this guy's weapon of choice is a box cutter? Nice. <laughs> okay. They said, well, he's definitely packing something. <laughs> and they said, I said he must be a boxing champion. I'll bet he's extremely unflappable. <laughs> he's a henchman who thinks outside the box. You know he'll always be square with you. His methods come part and parcel with success. How much time did you spend on these puns? I, st- I paused and I said, I'm going to write down every, I just, every pun. A, I can a flurry think. of puns came to my mind. Should we count all these? I, could, I, mean, there's, I think there's ten or nine. <laughs> okay. Um, 
He's a henchman who won't pass up an opportunity to fill his coffers. And uh, finally, he is the total package. Nice. So, I, I'm surprised you didn't go with that in a crisis situation, he won't get boxed in. <laughs> that's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and for, for whatever reason, just that whole idea amused me. Also, I think, you know, you know why I was thinking of a lot of puns? Because I got a hard time from our mutual friend, Chris, from the Terminator 3 episode, where he gave me a hard time about the hanging on for dear life pun. Really? He was just like, what an awful pun. He, he texted me. <laughs> what a... So I'm just like, I, I, I I'm rise to the challenge. The thing, I, got, I actually got more later when he gets caught, but <laughs> we'll save him for then. I wonder, uh, I wonder if Chris will actually listen to this one. Oh, I, I guarantee he will not. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he won't know he won't, he was called out on this. I, did you, so were you, did you do those puns early on? Because I wondered if you were inspired. Cause I did notice that there were a couple there at the end when Larry and Victor are in their, uh, their fight. Oh, I didn't catch any puns. What oh, really? Puns? No. Oh, yeah. So what, after uh, Victor says he's seen The Matrix 37 times. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the lines I laughed at. I thought that was funny. Uh, so I've got two of them that they were bare knuckling because they're, you know, fighting. Oh, with. yeah. I, maybe I did write that down. And then there's another one where he hits him with a southpaw. So those two, I, I enjoyed that. We Even though on some Schwarzenegger movies, we're not racking up puns that this one had a couple of puns, at least that I noticed. Southpaw is good. I definitely did not catch that one. I think I did write, catch the bare knuckle. Yeah. Yeah. So they're fighting with. So we didn't finish the, the summary, by the way, because they're competing for their, their you know, daughter slash stepdaughter's love. Affection. Yeah. And she writes a letter to Santa. Turns out there's another word puzzle in yes. a home video sequel to an Arnold movie. It's so strange. Yeah, so uh, for not to assume everybody listens to every episode, uh, we did Kindergarten Cop 2, and there's a terrible puzzle in that. And that's the first thing when I got through this movement. You find out the puzzle at the end of the movie, which makes sense. I didn't think it was going to be a puzzle. This one really does trick you. I did not think it was intended to be a puzzle. Maybe oh, you, really? Yeah. Did you notice it? Maybe it was because I was primed by Kindergarten Cop 2, but I did pause, and uh, I kind of cheated by pausing, but I went like, wait, what does that say? And yeah, I saw it. Because she writes, for Christmas, I want my father to get Harrisone. Yes. And that's what Larry Cable goes, Harrisone? What's that? But it's because she like has weird spacing, and yeah. like what it actually says is, I want my family together as one. Yeah. Not to get Harrisone. So it's because the spacing is weird. Yeah. I did pause and went like, oh, together is one. That's going to be the, the reveal. Deal. I should have paused it, but I just, I'm like, I want to power through this thing. Um, but anyway, there's a bear. There's a very popular toy bear called Harrison. And so they both think that she wants Harrison. But she doesn't actually want Harrison. She wants her family together as one. So the second half of the movie is them competing to try and get the bear, which is, you know, probably the closest connection. I had a couple yeah. of connections, but it's this is that's really the only thread that connects Jingle all the way to this movie. Yeah, and it's really only the last 30, 40 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And it's very different in that it's not like it's sold out everywhere. It's that Victor is sending his henchmen around to buy up all the Harrison bears. <laughs> which is absurd. It's pretty absurd, but I, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. Well, what made me laugh was, uh, you know, that morning... Because Larry the Cable Guy's like, I'm going to get up early and buy get my daughter the bear she wants. And he sleeps in until 1130. And so Victor's henchman... Uh, Welling. Welling. Th- I'm, yeah, I, I'm not going to remember his name. I was just calling him the box henchman. But he, he drives around town and buys up every bear in town. And within 500 miles, by the way. <laughs> well, right. I mean, I, it's, I think it's kind of implied that this is also a very in-demand bear. But that first store he goes to, like, the, they show him in the store and he's like filling his cart with bears. Then they cut outside to the the van filled with bears. And I'm going like, oh, he must have driven around from place to place. No, that's like that's 80 one. bears from that one store. store. So I'm going, like, how this can't be that much in demand. 
Also, he's terrible at packing boxes. For a guy who is like a works at a box factory, <laughs> you think he has some skills? Right? Those boxes are just thrown in there so haphazardly. Like, come on, like fit it in. Well, he's not in packing. He's not in shipping. He's in security. Muscle yeah, in security. So. The, the the biggest problem I had. I, I, I mean, we talked about on Jingle All the Way that Jingle All the Way is kind of quaint because it was a moment in time when consumerism and, and that would matter in terms of the hot toy and you had to get to the store But because that movie was made right on the cusp of when Amazon and eBay were starting to really grow. Right. Well, this is post-Amazon, well post-Amazon and eBay, and they come up with some haphazard reason that he can't order it on these. And it's like, no, I don't care. He's not living in the middle of nowhere. Amazon can deliver stuff within an hour. There, they'd be able to get it there within a day. Well, I have two points about that. Number one, I think he is living in the middle of nowhere because they live in a place where it never snows, and yet they're in driving distance of snow and ice. So, so thank you. So I, what I had is I asked, my first note is they are, they're going fishing in Hawaii, and the reason I asked that is because they're singing uh, Melikiliki. Uh, right. Melikiliki yeah. Maka. Again, yes. that's the thing. That's a connection to Christmas Vacation because yes. that song is on that. And then... All of a sudden, they're driving, and it is as sunny and bright as Southern California, and then they're ice fishing. I have notes saying they're passing liquid water ponds. Like, yeah, It looks like it's 60 degrees oh, yeah. at the coldest. Yes. And then suddenly, it's, it's, it's literally like a postcard of ice fishing. They cut to like their little ice fishing hut, and it looks like someone painted it. It's the yeah. fakest looking. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know where this is supposed to be. I think North Carolina, possibly, was well, like, when the he, implication. I, I see... When he says that he's he's looked ev- everywhere within 500 miles, he says Morgantown, which is in West Virginia. So I took it that it might either be Ohio, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, somewhere in. But I don't. If they're going up into the mountains, it, it I mean, it has to be the Appalachian Mountains. So it has to be somewhere in in, in and around. Yeah, there. somewhere in the Appalachians. I think is what is. But it's not clear, and yeah, the no. weather makes no sense for but Christmas time. I, I just, I just, I couldn't get past. I'm like, no, Amazon could get them something there within two days. Well, okay, let me just. I disagree because I had some trouble with Amazon. I had a very particular gift. I was trying to find my nephew for Christmas, and I was not able to find a place that would ship it to me before Christmas. It was a Pac-Man Amiibo. Okay. You know what an Amiibo but is. But the, the item was back-ordered, right? It wasn't shipping issues? Uh, I mean, it, it, it said earliest we could ship to you is December 26th. That was what no. Amazon said. He, well, here's the reason why I take an issue with it. If all of these stores had all these Harrisons, I guarantee you that Amazon had a bunch of Harrison bears. I mean, probably, but you never know. I was not able to get this uh, Pac-Man Amiibo. I actually was able to find it at Target. Target was able to ship it to me bef- oh. uh, beforehand, so they, they were not out take of Take that, uh, Amazon, that's trying to take over the world. Some of those brick-and-mortar retailers still can get things done. Yeah, but I, because I don't have any kind of, like, there is no Target uh, like Prime, so I had to no. pay an arm and a leg for shipping, so no. that, that's the downside. But anyway, I, I mean... It, you're right. If it had been, if I had watched this movie any other year, I probably would have agreed with you and be like, "That's not plausible." But it's like this exact thing happened to me. <laughs> Maybe I'm. I'm still not sure you're going to convince me. But uh, one of the things that since we're we're kind of on there I, in terms of connections, so I, I I quickly put down a list of all the things that I at least saw in the movie. There was a connection to Jingle All the Way. I don't know if you did that. Not really. I mean, there's there's a toy that. Yeah, He's so trying to get. There's a competition for a toy, which, by the way, I wasn't sure if the Teddy Teddy Ruxman from when in the 1980s is what Harrison is supposed to loosely be based on. But I had a Teddy Ruxman, by the oh, way. Oh, really? Yes, oh, I, I never had a Teddy Ruxman. <laughs> I had a Teddy Ruxman. He looked kind of lame. I never really wanted one, to be honest with he, you. He was pretty lame. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that I, I definitely have a note somewhere about, like, Jingle All the Way, you know, the Turbo Man doll feels very, like, 
accurate as far as the kinds of toys that would have been big at the time. Yeah. This doesn't feel at all no. like you said. It seems like something out of the eighties, even older than the original movie. It's like, is this the kind of toy that a kid would want? No, I mean they may the way the they try and portray it is that you know Teddy Ruxman just had cassettes that you would put in the back, and you basically you'd read the book, and he'd read the book to you. Right. This Harrison Bear allegedly is you know a, a smart toy that you can say your name, it, he'll say your your name back to you and interact with you. It's Siri and a bear. Yeah, basically, that's, really that, that's probably a good analogy. Yeah. So yeah, there's a competition to to win a toy. You got an elf and a criminal try and sell one of those toys. Yes. Uh, you get a fight that involves elves. So that's kind of the the same. Uh, elves? Is there more than one? I don't remember. Oh yeah, there, there's elves there and a okay. couple of different things. Oh well, no, there's only one in, in this movie, but in the the original. Yeah, yeah in the original, the original there's there. a whole warehouse full of yeah elves and Santas and Mrs. Claus. Yeah, this is just those two guys, right? Yeah, it's just the, it's. Uh, it was the dude from the store and his like helper or whatever. Yeah, uh, I had the a cardboard cutout of the toy in question gets punched and destroyed. That's true. I forgot about that. Uh, this one was a loose one, but. Arnold gets beat up with, by the ladies in the ball pit, and then there's those two old ladies that uh, beat up Larry, which is one of my <laughs> least favorite parts of this movie. <laughs> that was so bad that I found it funny. Uh, I couldn't. It I, is so. <laughs> that was like something out of I, 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 I as low brow as it gets. Yeah, that's uh, the comedy in this movie is bad. I'm not going to defend the comedy. It was just so weird. These two old twin ladies are just here for. Like we're here to provide, you know, jokes. <laughs> they have no plot reason to be there. Old lady jokes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So the only other two I had is there's a holiday parade. This is it's a tree lighting, but those are basically the same thing that it culminates in you know one yeah. public display. Yeah, that's similar. And then the last one is at some point in the movie, Larry's you know calling around and says, "Well, you're going to get any more of the bears in?" And the guy just laughs at him the way that they'd laugh at Arnold when Arnold would you know yeah. ask if any more were coming in. So there were a few, but really the running one is just that there's a toy that's in hot demand. Yeah, it, it's the 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 whole like it it made it, it was a lot more consistent in the original movie where it's clear that this toy is sold out everywhere. Whereas here, like I said, it's you know uh, Welling was able to buy fifty of them. Um, a new the, a new shipment came in on like day four or whatever it was. I yeah, I was keeping track, but yeah. I don't remember where. Well, and here the thing is. Uh, there's a point where yeah, where that that store gets a new shipment. He gets in line, like and and Welling's in the front of the line, and he buys up every bear that they got in. First of all, a store is not going to let them do that. They're going to see oh, there's a whole line of people. You get two tops. Like they're going to have a limit per person. Uh, I was uh, thank you for bringing that up. I have it. I was aggravated. Why wasn't this like the original one where the store is going to gouge people and raise the price, right? And then have bring a back, lottery. Bring back that guy from Ghostbusters. <laughs> bring back the guy from Ghostbusters and have him on the little you know Mister Microphone <laughs> saying that he's going <laughs> to jack up the price due to supply and demand. Or just you know, it's not like they're worried. It's like the store's like we better not. We better let this guy buy them all up or else we won't be able to sell them all. They clearly have buyers Demand, here. Right. They're going to let this guy, because I think even Larry the Cable Guy says, like, you don't have a limit per customer. He's like, oh, nope, sorry. First, first come, first serve. It's like, that's, come on. Like, you're, this whole, like, he's going to send around his henchmen to buy up this, the whole. It's absurd. It's, it's, it's only there to set up the ending. Yeah. Which, you know, I have mixed feelings about that ending. I mean, it's, 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 so it's really not plausible, but for whatever reason, I was willing to give this movie a I can little tell. bit of a, a, a little were, bit of a you were you were uh, you're very generous. You were in the holiday spirit, yeah, I, I think, when watching this movie. In late January, I was in the holiday spirit. Yeah. Um or whenever this goes up. Late February, I guess. 
We're, we recorded these a while in advance. Um, I'm just trying to, th- I know there's like the first half hour, I definitely agree, is pretty weak. Like, there's the part where they're buying a Christmas tree and he's it's, like hitting on the girl there and then he gets, he walks into like the flocking machine. <laughs> I, I, it seemed like filler. I mean, it really did. I was kind of like Millhouse. When are they going to yeah. get to the fireworks factory? I'm like, what? Is, come on. I thought this was supposed to be like jingle all the way. It, it does take a long time to get to the, to the bear. It's like the bear. Yeah. 30 minutes into an hour and a half movie. Yeah. I, yeah, there's no question that a lot of that stuff. Because what else happened? Like the, the the ice fishing really accomplishes nothing. It's really just there to kind of show establish. Yeah, establish their, that they have a good relationship, which is fine. Uh, other than I had the issue that they were, it seemed like driving to Alaska from Hawaii because it looked like they were in Hawaii, and then all of a sudden they're you know in ice fishing in Alaska. Yeah, they live in the nexus of the universe. I mean. Apparently so. I'm scanning through my notes. There was another pun I'm seeing here. It says, uh, which scene is this in? Oh, I missed this one. Someone says, get re- get ready to be bowled over. What the hell scene? Well, I don't remember. Oh, that. it's when he he collects the snow. Oh, They yeah. drive up. Again, they, they're in driving distance of snow, and they shovel. He, he and his wrestling buddy yes, shovel, shovel snow into the back of the truck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a trailer. It's like a moving trailer. Right, okay, yes. And then they open the door, and it's all melted, and it shoots out like... Yeah, it's like a water cannon. <laughs> I mean, physics actually are even different where they live. You're right, it is the nexus of the universe. They've, they've shoveled, they've created a portal into the water universe or something. <laughs> All, yeah, it's, it's somehow that portal, when it opens, it becomes a waterfall is what happens. Yeah, but I'm, now I'm looking at it. Before he opens the door, he says, get ready to be bowled over, and then oh, the water knocks I missed that one, probably because I just thought the water shooting out was so lame. Yeah, I mean, whatever, we don't really, it's not an Arnold movie, so counting... There's certainly no there's, bodies in this movie. There's no bodies, but there are a ton of puns in this one. There's three right there. Um, yeah, oh, let's talk about uh, the sitcom Diner. I definitely had a note about, like, here comes the sassy waitress to give him some sass in this sassy sitcom. Like, you, mean, you mean Maggie? Yeah, is Maggie that sass? Yeah, like, uh, that, every scene that happened there, just like, all of a sudden, it feels like, a, it feels like Friends or something. Yes. Like, they're at the I, coffee bar. Yep. No, oh, I it it felt like a mid mid early to mid nineties NBC sitcom. Yeah, because like, again, like his wrestling buddy and the waitress, they're constantly giving him advice, but like I don't know if he even really takes any of it, and then they don't get involved in the story at all. Not much. Yeah, that's definitely some filler. Like every time he's in the diner, it's like, well, the movie's just gonna come to a halt for a while <laughs> while they have a little sitcom. So, so, would, so would you say the diner is the <laughs> Zeus of Zeus, this movie? Zeus Diner. Um, yeah, I would say that actually. Yes, I think, uh, because other than maybe checking in, you get like news updates, you know, and you, you learn. I think that's that, true. That's where you first learn. You know, Harrison the bear is the hottest toy. Other than that, I don't think you get anything in that diner. That reporter who only seems to cover the toy beat. Yes, <laughs> she but, has like five <laughs> reports about this bear. And not only that, I mean, she's quite the investigative reporter. Oh yeah, she's, she's getting credit card receipts, and I mean, she is. She, all about learning about this bear and what the scandal behind this bear. She gets the scoop of the century by the end of this movie. Yes. Like she's, she's broken the big story. I mean, it's it's like Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah, because uh, she uncovers the fact. I mean, it's it's kind of not satisfying to have this character, who, you know, this news like person to Be uncover the, the truth when, yeah. like, I guess Larry the Cable Guy is not competent. Know, yeah, he's, he's not really going to uncover a vast conspiracy. He's just trying to find a bear. Like he, I, do you think he would have never figured out on his own that Victor was buying up all the bears, right? No, he did. Did he? Yeah. How did he figure it out? Because he near the end of the movie, he breaks into the box factory. 
Well, okay. And then I, you discover. No, right? I you see like what are these bears? You've got all the bears. You, no, you're you're right. He probably wouldn't have because the 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 uh, what are we going to call her? Lois Lane. I don't know. Lo- Lois Lane does have a report that she's you know she's discovered that someone wealthy in town has bought up oh, all right. of the bears and cre- you know created a false scarcity of the bear and. Who's rich in this town? Right, Larry. Larry puts it together that he's going to go to the box factory, but only based on her reporting. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is you're right. If she hadn't, if he hadn't been in the diner in the friend's diner to see that newscast, right, he never would have figured it out. He would have just given up and yeah. then been like, "Well, I think I think it's all worth it." As silly as it is, I'll tell you what's worth it. I'll, I'll just we'll get to the part that I laughed at and I fell over laughing. I I want I want to hear it. Is it let me? Is it in the middle of the movie? Is it at the end? You know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna. You're gonna pull it up. I wish I wish you had brought the the DVD so I wouldn't have to rent it again. I got it right here. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, let's let's I'll, just I'll, pause. I'll, so I'll you cut can some. Get it. I'll cut some of this out. You make fun of me when I bring these over. Now I'm glad I'm vindicated for bringing these over. I'm glad you did. Don't crack it in half. <laughs> if you crack it in half, I gotta pay another four bucks. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. So there's there's some deleted scenes and stuff on here too. There there really wasn't. What were the deleted scenes? Um, most of them were literally, they're counting deleted scenes. Larry getting in his pickup truck and backing out and driving away from the toy store is counted as a deleted scene. (laughs) But there, there was one that explained why Larry drives up to get that snow. Because Victor kind of razzes him a little bit in a scene about, oh, you know, we're going back to my house. And he explains that he's got the snowmaking machine and they can have a snowball fight. Oh, Victor explains to Larry. Yeah, he says he says, "Hey, Noel, we can go have a you know a snowball fight." And then you, I assume, you go to that scene. They have their snowball fight, and that's when they're you know Larry goes and says, "Oh, I got an idea," and he's going to drive up and and go go get the snow. Okay, I, I mean it works fine. The, it the movie fine the way it is because yeah, it's the, just like he just heard through the grapevine. Yeah, and, no, I, the things that they cut, I, I thought they got to the same place with cutting them out anyway, and it was fine. But I, since you didn't, you just rented it. You didn't have these deleted scenes. Because uh, I think there's one other news report too. Actually, there is a there's there's a longer cut of this news report here, and you'll enjoy it because there's just one extra that they're like they're chanting, you know, something I can't down, you know, Baxter or whatever, and the extra just periodically keeps looking back at the camera. <laughs> okay, and so like three times she turns and looks at the camera. It was clear she's like, I, w- I want to get my face on screen. But was it supposed to be a news camera, like in the reality of the movie? So, so in the reality of the movie, there's a news camera, and you, I, I oh, you can see the news camera on screen. So she's looking at the film camera, not at the news camera. Um, I think she's looking at the film camera. Yes, <laughs> okay. not the news. I camera. can see whether because none of the other extras are doing it either. It's only the one that's closest to her. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> I can see why they cut it. Okay, so so this is from the end of the movie. So Baxter's boxes uh, truck shows up, but uh, so the whole town is angry at Baxter boxes because they learn they discovered that he scooped up all the bears. Right, because the news reporter kind of showed up and revealed it to the whole town at the tree lighting ceremony. Uh, and so here's the back. The box truck shows up. Here's Larry about to open the back of the truck. Ladies and gentlemen, compliments to Victor so, Baxter and the Baxter Box. This guy, pay attention to this guy. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Wait, not yet. Listen for it. Right here. So many bears. It's pretty funny. I, I did miss that. That guy going, so many bears. <laughs> Why don't you give me that again? It's pretty good. It's not oh, as good as... Uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm having a good time. Bye. 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 
I, it caught me off guard. <laughs> I can't oh, start to say that they cut away. <laughs> so many bears. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is pretty good. <laughs> I'm so excited. So many bears. Uh, that, I literally fell over. <laughs> You beat me again because you are much better at the audio. I completely missed the panther sound, which I will tell you, I'm listening back to that episode. I, I was laughing just as hard at that point, listening to us laugh about the panther. I totally miss this guy. That I'm still going to give you the DVD, but that is a redeeming factor in this movie. That was pretty good. I mean, it, it, it helps to have seen it in the context of the movie because it's this big buildup, you know, yeah. and that's the payoff. So many bears. It's so funny. Uh, so, so should we talk about the the rodeo scene? I did think it's funny. Like this movie is filmed in Vancouver, and I feel like they must know the owner of this this rodeo place because this is the exact same bar as Kindergarten Cop Two. Is it? I am positive. I look. I went like there's the spot where they 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 confronted the bad guy, and that's the stage where the band was singing about how he wanted to kill himself, and like literally, like wow. every, I could see where all the parts were. I totally missed that. No, yeah. I'm 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 like ninety nine percent sure. Well, it's funny because I. I was kind of, and, and that's, I guess, um, you know what? That's another connection between the two movies that I missed, too. A, competi- uh, um, a contest oh, yeah. to win a prize. I missed that one because it's the, the radio calling contest. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen. Yeah. I, honestly, I mean, I, I didn't hate the rodeo scene. I, thought, I guess. I thought it was dumb. He tries to glue himself to the thing. Yeah. So let well, me he succeeds, you, I guess. Yeah, let me ask you this. So do you hate, I don't even know if when I was really young I liked slapstick stuff like that did 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 that stuff i it annoyed me every every scene you got one he hooks up a bunch of you know elect um christmas lights but they're really car part lights right and it you know the fuse is over so it, it's basically his christmas vacation it knocks him back electrocutes him and knocks him back yeah so there's that the water he gets hit with the water yeah. it, it's with the water and then the all that stuff i'm like this is so dumb no larry the cable guy is not a physical comedian no i'm not sure he's any kind of comedian to be honest but he's <laughs> he's certainly not a physical comedian he's not good at this um but you know like i said i didn't think it was funny but i actually thought he was okay at like he he was more charming than I could have anticipated. Let me put it that way. Like I thought his relationship with his daughter was, you know, I, like it was believable. Yeah, and like, kind of sweet. Yeah, I'll give you that. It was believable and a little sweet. No, you know the parts. There are a couple parts that really like. I actually felt kind of emotional because him and the. Oh my god! I, I, let, me, let me explain. Him and Victor. You need are, to explain yourself. Him and Victor are trapped in the box factory at one point. This is before they show up with the bears, and that guy is amazed with so many bears. <laughs> Because they, they they have a fight. They're, tra- they're trapped in the warehouse. Yes. And eventually they remember that they live in the 21st century. And they go, oh, cell phones. And they pull out their cell phones. And they go, oh, we don't, we're not getting a signal. Yeah. And they both have their cell phones out. And they notice that they both have Noel's picture as the background. And later the cable guy's like, oh, look at her. Look at that picture. I've never seen that one. She, look at that umbrella she's got. And I don't know, just something about that moment where they like kind of ha- they have a moment mm-hmm. where they realize, like, oh, we both care about Noel. Our, right. our rivalry shouldn't matter. We should, you know. Yeah, be doing what's best for her. Um, no, I thought that was sweet. That just they happen to notice they both have Noel pictures, like different pictures of her on the phone. Fair. Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bang on that. And, I, it, and it happened, you know, in a natural way. It didn't feel forced, like I because they they had a good reason to be looking at both of their phones at like, the same time. It worked really well. I thought that was a really nice moment. No, it, look, I, like, I genuinely, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that the movie doesn't accomplish anything. It's just, it's not funny. I, well, I, I can't disagree. Yeah. It's not funny. 
other than little things like that. Oh, yes. The, so many bears. I'm disappointed that I missed that because that is a nice catch. No, the, you know, the other thing I thought was kind of funny. Who, what was the name of the, the store employee? Uh, the guy who ends up yes. trying to sell the, the, yes, the illicit for, He bear. works at Toy Traders, and I'm, of course, now forgetting what the character's name is. But anyway, I, I thought it was kind of funny. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I, yes. I had a thing in there. Because I actually said, do you think that Toys R Us might try and sue them that this was the original <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey the Giraffe? He is actually very tall and lanky, too, yes. so maybe, he's, uh, maybe that's what they were going for. Uh, I, I'll give you this. I actually, for me, he was probably, I thought, the best part of the movie. Yeah, I thought his whole thing of just like Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and, you know, yeah. whatever Kwanzaa, and a very Merry Winter Solstice, whatever. Yeah. And the one time Larry the Cable Guy did make me laugh, he goes, I think you got all your bases covered there, Chief. <laughs> like, you know, I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, hey, he's not like, I, like, okay, there's the rivalry between Larry the Cable Guy, clearly a very blue collar, he lives in a trailer. Probably the same trailer from Kindergarten Cop 2 also. Like I, didn't probably, think, I didn't think about that. <laughs> they probably just rented they're the really, same trailer. They're really cutting costs on these movies, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do we have? We have this this like rodeo bar. We've got a trailer. What's laying yeah, around? Just use the same stuff. Um, but he's obviously, you know, he's a truck driver and stuff. And then you've got this guy who owns a box factory and is obviously very wealthy. And it never feels like class warfare in a way that this movie very easily could have. Like... Larry the Cable Guy is not like this. He's not like an anti-elitist. He doesn't like this. You know, he doesn't rail against him for being like some kind of like the one percent know it all, right? Yeah. And same, you know, Victor doesn't really look down on Larry in a way that a movie like this could have made him into a more of a villain and make, make yeah. him be very elitist and Snobbish. It doesn't fall into those Tropes. pitfalls. No, I mean, I you, give you, it credit for that. You get you get it a little bit. I think at the beginning, there's a little bit of a jab of you know him saying, "Oh, you drive a." truck part-time but it drops it and it doesn't get mean and, and nasty yeah. which many times movies with this setup does and then it's revealed later that the reason victor is kind of fixated on that is because he's jealous of larry because larry has more, more time, time to spend with his daughter right. yeah so it's there it's very it's, it's it's all subtext and then neither of them like come out and like say anything like that makes us dislike them you know i, I feel like I'm, this movie could i was expecting this movie to go there and it never really did yeah, I give it credit. Yeah, I like the way it ended. I like I like the fact that she didn't actually want the bear. You know, she wanted her family to be together as one. She wanted to get Harrisone. Well, here, so when when they do the re- reveal, which I of course missed because I did not pause and actually put the puzzle together. When she opens the bear, I would have expected her to be disappointed too because all she's getting is something that they just gave out to everybody in town. <laughs> That's true. What yeah. could what kid would be <laughs> excited about that? You just gave me what you gave to everybody, you jerk. Yeah, now that you mentioned that, I didn't think about it. But what happened at the tree letting where they're like, "You can't get one" because <laughs> they were they knew they were going to get her one. Next. Yeah, you don't get one. No, 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 this is just for people outside of this family. <laughs> yeah, you would think she would have gotten one at the ceremony because she would have been disappointed. How come I don't get one? Yeah, even if it's a thing she didn't want if it's a thing that everyone's getting and she yes. doesn't get why why am i being punished i didn't do anything wrong yeah i didn't even think about that how did they sidestep that so that she didn't get one at the tree ceremony <laughs> they question. literally gave one out to the entire town the entire town which also begs the question if there was one bear for every citizen in this town how could there possibly have ever been a shortage that's so many bears i mean i guess he drove around to like no right larry says i called everywhere in 500 miles <laughs> think about how much 500 miles is 
500 miles is like from here to when I go and visit family in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's, that's a long distance. Yeah. So, and, if, and that's a 500 mile, I'm assuming radius. That's even more. Think about how many stores that would be. So all that's doing is globalizing the problem where, yes, the town was happy, but every town outside would be like <laughs> furious at this box company. They bought up all the Harrison Bears. They, they start to refuse to shop at Amazon if Amazon uses Baxter boxes. <laughs> I did think it was funny how like they show him boxing up his presents for Noel, and I'm just like, those are just normal boxes. Like you'd think he'd have fancy boxes. He's a, he runs a box company, like a pencil company executive would have pencils with his name engraved <laughs> or something. <laughs> you'd think that he'd have like the some like classy boxes or something. He's just packing them up in normal boxes. I guess they're they're not the. I'm not sure cool that there's enough. anything classy that there's a classy style of boxes. I guess not. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't have much to say other than. I enjoyed the the stuff that was not comedy, <laughs> not well, an attempt at comedy. No, I enjoyed and, it. And the thing is, is really that this movie really does focus, and I mean, so does the original Jingle All the Way. I, here's the one thing I'll give it credit for um, that I think Jingle all, all the Way makes a mistake. Although I didn't time it, you're a lot more invested in Noel in this, and and I think it's maybe because it's the tone of the movie where the original uh, Jamie, he's yeah. I mean, he's an afterthought in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> in that movie, absolutely. Yeah, I, I didn't care about him at all. <laughs> I cared much more about Noah. Yeah, because he's, he's not really a character. He's just an excuse for Arnold yeah, to, to really want to get Turbo yeah. Man. Yeah, but I, the fact that in in the second movie, Noel doesn't actually want the bear, I think sidesteps a problem that the first movie had where it's like, I remember us saying at the time that it seemed like a false note of Jamie going, like, I don't want the doll anymore. I'm a real Turbo Man. My dad's a real Turbo Man. It's just like, well, that's a cop out. This is a much more elegant way, I think. I, I, if, if this movie had actually been funny, I think it would have been better than the original. It's just so not funny. Yeah, and I, I, did, I do recall you saying in Jingle All the Way, your annoyance, what you didn't like, is how nothing in it is earned. I will right. give that they... What, what Jingle All the Way landed was the comedy, and what, this, and what it didn't land is sort of the, the, the values of, no, consumerism, you, you know, family is what matters. Right. It completely it's, fails there, and this is basically the opposite. Yeah, you combine these two, and they're like a classic Christmas movie. Take the character of Noelle and her relationship with her father, although there's no stepfather. I guess uh, Phil Hartman would have to be the, the stepfather figure and Jingle All the Way. No, because it would be Sinbad. You'd just have to change it. And actually, That's that true. would probably be a massive improvement, because Sinbad is not very good in that. Are you saying leave it Sinbad, but have him be... No, absolutely not. Oh. I would get Sinbad out of there. Okay. Yeah, because I think this guy who did Victor, whatever, he's not like... Yeah, he was pretty good. He was fine. Yeah. But yeah, combine the two, it's like uh, there's a line in Rocky where Paulie asks Rocky, he's like, what do you see my sister? He goes, I don't know. I got gaps. She's got gaps. Together we fill gaps. I don't know. <laughs> and that's what Kindergarten Cop... Or uh, Kindergarten... And that's what Jingle All the Way and Jingle All the Way 2 are. They've got gaps. If only they could combine into a single movie. So, all right, this is this is probably a good question for you and a good question for the audience at Bad Punts Podcast on Twitter. Assuming that they've <laughs> the audience has either watched or listened to all the episodes, what do you think the combination? Or I think I know the answer, but the combination of Kindergarten Cop and Kindergarten Cop Two, or Jingle All the Way and Jingle All the Way Two. What would be better if it was possible to? to no, not even just the like which of those. We've watched both now of each, right? So right. which is the better franchise, if you oh, will? I see. It's not really a franchise, but you get it. Oh, I, I definitely know what my answer is. Yeah, I mean, I jingle all the way. Really? Even though you hate this movie so much? I would yeah. think this is... Is this better or worse than King, Kindergarten Cop 2? Oh, it's, it's better than Kindergarten Cop 2. Okay. Kindergarten Cop 2, it, where it succeeded, which was very, very rare... 
But where it did succeed were a couple of comedic moments. I don't know if they were intentional, but I, I found some of them funny. Yeah, I mean... Because, I mean, it was, just, it was fun for you and I to talk yeah, about pineapple. And Twix. And the Twix, right. I, th- I thought... I was expecting... Uh, 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 what, at the beginning... Oh, the Twinkie. I thought Twinkies were going to be this movie's Twix. Because there's a scene at the beginning where Larry the Cable Guy gives Noel some Twinkies. Because he's eating cheese doodles a lot. And then... The only other things you get reference, you get Kmart reference, which I wasn't sure if he was a spokesman for Kmart at some point. And I mean, you, I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, and Fruity Pebbles, you had they're only mentioned though; they're not. They're, it's not prominently displayed. Yeah, there's nothing repeated like in Kindergarten Cop Two. No. There's no like <laughs> Twix was over the top. Yeah, it was like three or four times. Nothing like that. Yeah, I, I, I did notice the Kmart reference was very complimentary. Yeah, he's just like you can't get. It's when he puts it up with the the lights, like yeah. the car part lights. It's yeah. like. You can't get better lights anywhere, not even at Kmart. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's almost as if Larry's trying to cancel out Rain Man uh, from 1988. Kmart sucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Forgot about Rain Man. Uh, all right, I, I don't have much else to say. I do, I do have my puns for when uh, oh, I, box I, uh, box henchman got caught. I wrote down a bunch more puns uh, by the you know, the greatest investigative reporter in on the East Coast. Yeah, I said I guess you could say he's been boxed in. I think that's yep. pretty much the thing you said. Uh, he's going to get shipped off to the slammer. <laughs> he doesn't have a parcel of integrity. He should have handled this task with more care. <laughs> and you know what he is? He's damaged goods. <laughs> now I'm going to Maybe I'm I, just amusing myself. I, I, <laughs> my reaction to the movie is more just... I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure Chris listens to this episode now. <laughs> uh, I, 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 he'll refuse. I promise you. Probably, you. He probably will. All right. So, um, yeah, overall, I'd say like, I, I, I can't ever see me watching this again, but I guess I'm glad that I found something that's a gem, or I don't know, gem maybe is, is a stretch, but something that you enjoyed that there's no way you would have watched. Oh, that's for sure. If it wasn't for this podcast and for one of my crazy ideas of, hey, what are we going to do for a bonus episode? No, and I'll say the one thing. You know, I feel like I, I feel like I owe Larry the Cable Guy an apology because I just assumed this would I would hate it because of him, based on basically nothing other than just a vague perception of what kind of, you know, he's not funny, <laughs> but I actually I I kind of I thought he was very kind of sweet and charming, you know, in a in his own way. Yeah, that's fair. Like I'm not going to say he's like a great actor or anything, but so does this mean we should do Tooth Fairy two at some point? <laughs> we do The Rock. I mean. Only if we do the Tooth Fairy, if we end up... I, I think the odds of that are pretty low. It is pretty low. Uh, pretty low, rather. But no, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's... Uh, I don't think Larry the Cable Guy does a ton of movies, but it's like, if I was in a situation where, you know, I, I wouldn't turn it down out of hand. I wouldn't just be like, Larry the Cable Guy, never. It's like, you know what? Okay. I, I, we'll see. It wasn't awful. Larry the Cable Guy may have a new fan. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I, it's not as good as Jingle All the Way. And it's it's not a good movie, but it's better than I I was expecting. Right. Like you said, Terminator Three, it's the exact same situation in reverse. Interesting trades have been completed. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, that's the show. I think right. Unless you have something else. No, that's the show. Okay. So uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Bad Puns Podcast, and you can also now find us on YouTube. Very, yeah, that's some exciting news. We forgot to cover that. Uh, we talked about it last episode, but oh, that's uh, right. um, but I don't know what the URL is though. So. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll tweet it out soon and search, search Bad Puns Podcast on YouTube. You'll find us. Yeah. The back catalog is going up very slowly, but it's going up. So by this time, I'm sure all of season one will probably be up, and 
a good chunk of season two. All we'll right. see. I won't, I won't make any promises. I don't know how quickly it'll go up, but we're making progress. Yes. And uh, so, in addition to Twitter, you can um, like us on your podcast app of choice, and uh, please write us a favorable review if you're enjoying the show. And so that's uh, that's it. No no business for puns. Nothing for body count. These are the bonus episodes, and I do not do right rules of a crisis situation on these. So that's the show. That is the show. Yeah. So we'll be back with another bonus episode. Well, it's Christmas time again. Decorations are hung by the fire. Pull up uh, the deleted scenes. You can you can see that woman who just keeps turning around. I mean, it's not super funny, but I want to see it. And what exactly are we doing here? Yeah, this is great. No. Just a little Christmas spirit, my friend. Picking up this right? No, but that was a deleted <laughs> oh. scene. <laughs> Hold on, there's not another, really a scene. No, there's another one too. That no. See you later, sweetheart. Bye, bye, daddy. This is a deleted scene. It's just a deleted scene. So, what did you and Larry do today? D- didn't that happen in the movie, it though? Did, other like, than, bye-bye, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, and this one's the best. I'm not kidding. It is just him backing up. Well, you get the reveal. That, uh... That's it. The box henchman's watching him. He's just spying on him. And then he hides his face. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes. Down with Baxter boxes! Down with Baxter boxes! As we reported earlier, Channel One News has learned that Victor Baxter, president and CEO of Baxter Boxes, has been responsible for buying up. And if it was only once, I wouldn't have bothered, but it's like three times. They probably could have used that because she's looking more at the reporter than the camera. That is funny. Head of security, Nate this is a very listless uh, protest. Down with Baxter Boxes. There. <laughs> she looks like someone I work with, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe it was only twice. I thought there was another one. Our director of operational accounting looks yeah. very yeah. similar to her. I guess there was only twice. I thought there was three times. That one was three times. It was twice, twice in the first shot. Oh, Maggie. I don't know what to do. I'm running out of ideas, and I'm running out of time. It well, is. It's an Tracy, NBC sitcom. No, I will love you exactly. Every the time they came here, it's just, I was waiting for the laugh track to kick in. Oh, we forgot to talk about the scene where he poses as a homeless man. That was like the Don't the most, the closest it gets to being mean, mean spirited. But then he goes like, "I'm gonna put two hundred dollars in the five, thing." No, it was five hundred in a check, <laughs> and he gave the twenty bucks that he got from gave, his ex girlfriend, and he gave the the bear away to the yeah, most but, obvious con artist kid in the world. <laughs> Got that kind of money just lying around. Well, oh, I we'll forgot see. about this one. Help this. me up. 
This is not really that funny. Cheetos. Well, there goes a the new boat fund. There goes my flat screen TV fund. This is gonna hurt, but I gotta do it. My dream trip to Branson fund. There's more. Say bye-bye to my fishing rod fund. Maybe one at a time. Prioritize what the thing is you want most. Oh no, they have something. <laughs> and my semi-sorta new, brand new truck fund. <laughs> now you know I love it. And finally, He's the richest part-time truck driver living in a trailer the in the world. The front row ticket to the Oak Ridge Boys concert fund. Giddy up, oom, papa, bye-bye. Why don't you Oak just keep Ridge? it all in one place? What is that? Well, Oak Ridge Boys. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's economics 101, son. Now, let me count this up. 81, 82, 83, 84, $385.72. Uh, I'm $115 short. What are you doing? More sappiness for you. Claude's kicking there. in. $120. Now you got $5 left over. He really is Claude, a million dollar man. Yep, I got my Christmas bonus. <laughs> money, 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 money. That's on that Where's my phone? That's my Christmas present. Too, is it really? The Oh, man. You're oh, I got a lot of money. All right, I'm going to go to the bathroom while you're getting that up. <laughs> Five million dollar man. Why are you making the bathroom going to be on the seventh <laughs> 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 Play it into the mic.